Peace world. This is Devonir back again with another episode of Mind, Body, and Soul. Today's episode is going to be a bit different. I'm going to just share with you a few thoughts that I've been having on my mind lately. And maybe it'll resonate with you. And hopefully it can make a difference. Lately I've been thinking a lot about my endeavors and the goals I would like to accomplish in life. One thing that I would like to say is there's nothing that is impossible unless you think it's impossible. Just like my brother Jerome would say, or one time I watched his podcast, you guys should check him out. I'm going to see if I could put a link, or let me see if I could find a description and put a link in it later on. But my brother Jerome, I know you're going to listen to this one right here, out of Texas right now listening to his podcast and he reminded me that the words impossible if you break it down it has the word impossible has two words within that one word which is I'm possible I have the possibility to do anything that I set my mind to Thank you, Brother Jerome, for reminding me of that. You know who I'm talking about, my king. (laughs) Brother Rome. Lately, I've been feeling like I'm unstoppable. And that's how you should feel, too. No matter what happens in your life, you're an infinite being. So if you're an infinite being... That means you're capable of infinite possibilities. Your soul within this physical body, your soul comes from the prime creator. Your soul comes from source, energy, the one that created the universe and everything within it. That's what it means to be a child of God. Not that whole argument of... God is black because my skin is black. That makes me the child of God. No. Your skin is just an illusion. You're, you're, you're inside of a matrix, a hologram, or a simulation, or a dream world. Some ancients used to say that you're a God sleeping and this is your dream. It doesn't matter what religion you believe in, what prophecies you're waiting for to happen. Every philosophy around the world, every religion around the world told you that this world is temporary. If you're a Freemason, you're a traveling man. If you're a Muslim, this world is just a mere amusement. It's just a mere enjoyment. For the true kingdom is with Allah. Allah. Christians, 
the only true kingdom of heaven is within Christ, within self, within you, Christ's energy. You are the kingdom. If you study the Kabbalah, where was the kingdom located? I'm not going to give the answer. Go and do the research. That's why Michael Jackson, his, his moonwalk, you know, the whole fact that his feet was emphasized the most. Because if you study the Kabbalah, the feet is located at the bottom. Just like at the bottom of the, the Kabbalah of what is it? Um, I think it's the Tree of Life. If you call it, I think it's the Tree of Life. It's been a while since I picked up the Kabbalah and did research on the Kabbalah. But if I'm not mistaken, the symbol of the Tree of Life at the bottom is the kingdom, which represents man, your feet. That's why Michael Jackson moonwalking, his glitter socks, all that was emphasized the most for him. That's esoteric knowledge. That's occult knowledge right there. Only those who are woke will understand that. But if you're not, then wake yourself up. There's no separation. But just been having a lot of thoughts lately. I've been through a lot. I experienced a lot. But I never stopped going. You see, once I left the station... The train just kept on moving. It never stopped. All aboard. The train might have slowed down. Hit a few curves. You know. A few sharp turns. Endured some heavy, heavy terrain weather. But I never stopped moving. I just kept chugging along. Choo 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 choo. I kept chugging along. Even when the weather, when I had to endure thunderstorms and lightning, most of the time I couldn't see where I was going, but I kept going. Now I wonder why, this may be funny to some of y'all, why that show Thomas the Train was one of my favorites as a child. Because you know when you were a child, that's when you're most pure, you're most potent. That's when your soul is still within the spirit realm. The closest to the spirit realm, I should say. Closest to the most high. Closest to your ancestors. And your angels and your archangels and your spirit guides. That's when it's the closest because you're not programmed into this reality, into this matrix. So you still have creativity. You still have imagination. There's nothing. There's no fear. You don't fear anything. You have no limitations. There's no such thing as I can't when you're a child. Anyone who have children, if you notice your child does the most undaring, they would jump off of a table Climb up on stuff that they're not supposed to be climbing up on. But you're scared, but they're not. 
That's to show you fear is a programming. You become programmed to fear. Because when you first enter this world, you have no fear. I've seen children jump off of monkey bars, do the most craziest things with no fear. Not even thinking about the consequences if they're going to get hurt. They're just completely in the present moment. They learn how to forgive. You ever yelled at your child? And later on that same day, they will come love you and hug you. The same parent that yelled at them, they will still come to you and love you. As adults, we think we got it all together. But you know how hard it is for an adult to forgive somebody? A child will forgive you in a matter of seconds. But an adult, nah, fuck out of here. You still got some learning to do. Some of y'all was talking shit about Mike. Because he had a childlike spirit. For all you people who are spiritual. Believe in the gospel. And all of these things. What did it say? Your heart must be light as a feather. Keep that childlike spirit alive. Because that's how you're going to enter into, into the kingdom of heaven. It's by having a pure heart. A childlike heart. I'm say, I'm not saying that you need to run around and start acting like a little kid. Be mature while having the heart of a child. Have fun. Live in joy. The present moment. Be yourself. Stop worrying about anything and anyone. If one thing doesn't work out, it's okay. Try something else. Don't give up. Don't stop. Shout out to Puff. Can't stop, won't stop. I didn't understand that when I was younger. Pardon me. All the noise. Sipping on some wine right now. I didn't I didn't understand that when I was a child. Listening to the old old bad boy records. Can't stop, won't stop. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? Can't stop what? Won't stop what? He's talking about life. Anything that comes to you, I'm not going to stop. I can't stop and I won't stop. Shout out to Puff. Trust yourself. Trust who you are and what you're capable of. Trust yourself first before you go to someone else for confirmation about yourself. Meaning, all the answers already lie within you. But if you still, if you're still a little skeptical about your next move, plant the seed within you that, okay, this is what I'm going to do, but I'm going to share it with someone that I love and that's going to give me positive feedback just to get a bit of confirmation or suggestion on how I should go about this. Don't go to someone if you're completely, completely, completely unknown. Because if we really, really take the time out, we can seek the answer that we need and want. Even if it's a small little personal confirmation with yourself meaning like okay I want to start a sneaker business 
This is just an example. You want to start a sneaker business. That part right there of you making that decision that you want to start a sneaker business is your confirmation. Not someone else's. That's your confirmation. You already planted that seed. Now to water it, go to someone else who may be in business, who may have a sneaker business or an apparel business, or go to your whoever, someone that you can trust that's going to give you positive and negative feedback if that's what you need. Someone that's going to be honest with you. Let's just say that. Someone that's going to be real. But someone that's also going to bring you in the right direction and give you confidence. Let me break that down a little bit more. We always have a few people in our circle. We always got that one person that you go to them about something. They bound to give you a negative response because of their personal issues or, you know, their lack of courage and confidence. And then you're always going to have that yes person, that one person that's going to always tell you yes, like, yo, that's hot. Run with it. ah, ah, ah. And then you're going to always have that third individual that's going to give you the positive and the negative, and then you have to make your decision. If you have somebody like that in your life, go to that person. The one that's going to give you both sides so you have less confusion and you can build more confidence within yourself to make a decision. Even though you already have your answer, but let's just keep it real. Sometimes we kind of do like to share what we want to do just to get a sense of comfort or confirmation on something. Let's just be real. You know, that's just the truth. You know, you don't got to share your ideas with everyone, but share with that one person or, you know, if you have a group of mastermind friends that you can go to and be like, yo, I'm thinking about starting this, which I think, or do you have any information on this or where can I get more information or, you know, whatever. But don't let nobody determine what you're capable of doing. The prime creator did not create anything without a gift within that creation. You're the creation. So that means there are many gifts within you. You must learn to take the time to figure out what gifts that you have that you can share with the world. Brother Jerome Shaw said, the present moment is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Thank you for reminding me of that, my brother. I'm going to put your podcast in this description. Show me much love. Or if I don't, I figure out how to do it. To make sure people know who you are, my brother. Because you've been showing me a lot of love, my king. You've been showing me a, a lot more love than a lot of other people that actually knew me longer. When I started this podcast. You listen to almost all my episodes. I'm giving a shout out right now. He listened to all my episodes react to every single one of them like he really makes me feel like I'm doing the right thing but you shouldn't do something 
just because somebody is telling you that you're doing something good. I just wanted to give a shout out to my brother. Give a shout out to all my friends and family members who tune in. My boy David, Jonathan, you know, Lisa, Erica, all my good friends, man. That show me love. That's why it's important for you to keep a tight circle around you. Some real, real souls that's going to be truthful to you. Even though when they don't want to tell you the truth because they feel like it may hurt you, but they tell you the truth anyways because they got love for you. That's real love. I'd rather you hurt me the right way than to hurt me the wrong way. I may not hate you as much after that. (laughs) Hate is such a strong word. Let me not use that. But you know what I'm saying. We're going to meet some people. You have people along your journey already. But you're going to meet more and more people. That's not really down for you. But it's okay. Like, I remember when I was Muslim, right? I was Muslim for four years. You probably asked me why, you know, I'm not into Islam anymore. It's because when I was climbing the ladder of enlightenment, I realized that religion would stop you midway along the ladder. But spirituality will force you to keep climbing to the top of the ladder so you can have an eagle-eye point of view of everything. An owl, an owl's point of view. Because you know how an owl can spin their head 360 degrees? That's supreme mathematics right there for my five percenters out there. If y'all still out there, I haven't heard much from the five percenters, but... For the gods and goddesses out there that that study supreme mathematics, 360 degrees is what Prophet Noble Ju Ali was teaching. Shout out to the God. You want to have that Heyru point of view. So with religion, religion stopped me midway on the ladder of spirituality. So when I had stepped out of Islam and I stepped climbing up the ladder, I started to realize like, yo, there's a lot more out there. But when I was in Islam though, right? I was Muslim for four years. There was something called a jinn. A jinn is a fire, smokeless deity that stems from shaitan. To give it a more clear point of view, it's basically a so-called demon. But if you study Esoteric and occult knowledge, a jinn is nothing but a genie or another deity that you can make deals with. But they also is a group of deities that lives in the spirit world, just like how we live in this world. It said that there was more negative jinns than there were positive jinns. And that everybody is born with an angel and with a jinn assigned to them from the moment of birth and until their death. This is within the Islam philosophy or religion. And that jinn is there to test you. Yes, they can manipulate you. 
can talk to it, it would influence you or whatever the case may be or grant you wishes or whatever you want from the jinn. But there's always a price to pay. Always keep that in mind. But one thing that I remember reading in a hadith, a hadith is like recordings of the Prophet Muhammad's Prophet Muhammad's companions. His companions will record things on the side of his actions, spirituality, laws, and stuff like that. Things that wasn't written in the Quran, but outside sources that you can also read to, you know, elevate your spirituality if you're a Muslim. In one of the hadiths that I read, it said that a jinn was not only there as an, you know, as a dark spirit, but it was there to sort of motivate you and inspire you and to do better. Don't just look at it as a bad deity. Look at it as a deity that you can learn and grow from. That's deep right there. That's like me saying, if you go, that's like someone saying to you, if you go through tough times, don't just dwell on what you went, what you went through. Build from it. What lessons can you learn to elevate from that? Because, you know, I don't, I don't, I really don't like the English language because <laughs> lesson, like the word mistakes, you know, all these words should be replaced with something greater because it's really like an experience. How would you know not to do something if you didn't fuck up? Like, how would you know not to do it again? You would not know not to do it again if you did not make a mistake, a so-called mistake or whatever that, that word means. It's like you had to do it. You had to be in that abusive relationship. Like, you had to go through it. Some of y'all may hear what I'm saying and end up in y'all feelings, but it fucking happened. What can you do? Nothing but learn from it. Stop complaining, but it was messed up. But nothing. This shit happened. It happened. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to keep talking shit and complaining and talking about but this, but that. You don't know how it feels, but you're not a girl. You don't know how, you're not a man. I don't want to hear none of that shit. What are you going to do to make a change or make a difference? You can sit here and give me excuses all you want. What the, what are you going to do to make it better? What are you going to do to make a to create a brighter future, to create something different for yourself the next time something like that comes around. What are you going to do? See your choice. The shit already happened. You see what I'm saying? It already happened. So what are you going to do? You're going to keep sitting there complaining and, and, and insulting like, man, I'm scared it's going to happen again. How did it happen the first time? What was you doing wrong for it to happen the first time? Why would you be scared for it to happen again? All you got to do is look back. That's the only time you should look in the past, you know? The only time you should look back is to see how far you came. The only time you should look back... I'm over here clapping. That's how you know I'm excited. The only time you should look back is to see how far you came. The only time you should look back is to see how far 
you came. The only time you should look back is to see what you need to change within the present moment so you can have a brighter future. The only time you should really, really look back on your life is to bring up positive, beautiful moments and bring it into the present and amplify it to make even more beautiful moments for yourself. If you're sad, go back to a time when you was happy. What made you happy at that time? And bring it into the present moment, modify it, and amplify it so it can work with you with whatever you're going through at the moment in time. Like, for example... What brings me joy, I love doing photo shoots. I love doing photo shoots. I love when I'm in the studio with my friends making music. I love painting. I love art. These are the things that brought me joy when I was a child. So as an adult, I still continue to do those things because it still brings me joy. I don't think I forget about time. I don't worry about my problems or even when I am worrying about my problems or I don't even want to call it worrying or even call them problems. I don't even want to call it any of those things because I'm grateful and I appreciate every single experience being here. Every moment that I cried, every moment that I smiled, laughed, every moment when I was angry, I'm grateful for every moment. That was something else that was in Islam. It was called divine decree. Taoism teach you the same thing. Buddhism teach you the same thing. It don't matter if it's positive or negative. It all comes from the same source. Some people want to put God or the supreme being or the prime creator in a place of just positivity. I'm going to get it a little deep. This is for my religious people. The devil cannot do anything without God's permission. I'm going to say that one more time. The devil cannot do anything without God's permission. So anything that you're blaming the devil for, he would not be able to do those things without the permission of the same most high that you're praying to every night. So what is that just fucked some of y'all head up just now. Maybe that was just a reminder is wisdom. It takes real wisdom, patience and understanding on why on, on seeing why certain things happen. So as you complain to why certain bad things happen, but yeah, you you just want positive things to happen in your life. Oh, God, why is this happening to me? Please, God, I promise I will stop doing this. Shut all that shit down. If you you really want to gain strength, knowledge, enlightenment, and illumination, you need to be able to accept the dark side and the beauties to life. Because if you can't accept the light, ain't no such thing as light without dark. Ain't no such dark. Ain't no such thing as dark without light. Yin and yang, positive and negative. As above, so below. 
It's a reflection of one another. Just like how your soul in the physical body is a reflection of one another. Some deep science right there. Look it up. Your DNA is just a crystallized version of who you are. Some deep shit. Look it up. Dr. Philip Valentine will put you on to that. And a couple other gods will put you on to that. So you got to learn to balance and accept best of both worlds. You're in two worlds right now. You exist within a spiritual world or unseen world or energetic world. And you exist within a physical world. The world that you're used to seeing every single day. You're only seeing about 4 to 6% of what truly exists within the universe. The other 95 to 96% of existence you cannot see. So what does that tell you? I think I'm going to leave it here for right now. I said a lot today. These are just certain thoughts that I had on my mind at the moment. And I just wanted to share it with the world. Some of y'all are probably like, man, you going to cut it right now? You just getting juicy, my brother. It's all right. Just keep coming back for more. Keep coming back for more. But do not tell yourself. I'm going to end it as this. Do not tell yourself that you cannot do something. Don't let someone else tell you you cannot do something. Let me make that clear first. Before you tell yourself you cannot do something, do not let nobody else tell you you cannot do something. You need to put yourself in the bubble when it comes to believing in yourself. Whenever I believe in myself, I don't sh- I don't tell nobody shit until I'm really ready to present it. But I always believe in myself before I do something. Doubt only comes from outside influences with me. I can't speak for anybody else, but I believe for any, you know, for most of the world, doubt is just outside influences because we always believe in what we really want to do. We just start to doubt it once we share with other people or care about other people's opinions. But you know what? It doesn't matter what they think. It's all about how you feel and what you think and who you are and what you are. I'm going to leave it here. I'm going to leave it here. If I keep, (laughs) if I don't leave it here, I'm going to keep going for another 30 minutes. I'm going to leave it right here, my brothers and sisters. This is an unedited, uncut version of Mr. Devonair and his thoughts. Thank you for tuning in once again to Mind, Body, and Soul. Hope everybody has a beautiful and prosperous day. And continue to remain positive. Faith is not believing in in greatness when things are going right. Faith is believing in goodness and greatness and believing in God and the universe when things are going wrong. That's faith. I love you. Peace, love, and light. Church.